And away we go with our panel. It's always a highlight of the Oakley Show every weekday afternoon at this time. Joining us again in the studio, as he does most Thursdays, Stephen Holliday is a deputy mayor and a counselor for Ward 3 at Tobago Center. Stephen, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Always glad to see you. Just got my fingers crossed today that Mother Nature bypasses us with that rain because we have had enough. Well stated. All right. Uh, A city councilor who's top priority actually is the rain and all of the damage it hath wrought rather than some of the things that have been proposed by Doug Ford. Well, I do sit on public works and this is a matter of concern. You got it. All right. Uh, We can flesh it out more fully in a moment. Also joining us, David Sparrow is back with us, the national president of ACTRA. That's the Film and TV Actors Union here in Canada. He's also run federally for the NDP and municipally in Toronto. Good to see you again, David. Uh, great to be here, John. Long-time listener, second-time panelist. All right, fair enough. And uh, Peter Sherman rounds out our panel, broadcaster, businessman, former MPP. Peter, how are you doing? Johnny, I'm doing great. Listen, I wanted and you to... you are too. Yeah, well, listen, I wanted to pick up on this item that we were uh, addressing. It was brought to my attention by Sue Ann Levy. It's about uh, these anchor relatives. Uh, when it comes to asylum seekers, you know, if they cross irregularly, illegally, whatever, you know, uh, the definition, you know, not at a regular border crossing. So, and we've seen uh, how they've overwhelmed our system here in particular in Toronto, but then uh, they can have relatives join them if those relatives show up at an official point of entry from the United States, let's say. Uh, We can't send them back. They, on compassionate grounds, get to be reunited with their family uh, member claimant here in Toronto, let us say. Does that make sense to you, Peter? No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I picked up on this myself probably about four days ago. Uh, Michelle Rempel, I believe, was talking about it. Right. And uh, and I said to myself, self, these people are, are, are in limbo, basically. They're being shunted from uh, dormitories to motels, and they're waiting to hear, to get hearings with the uh, the tribunal that decides on whether or not your refugee status claim is uh, is true and real and that you're going to be accepted. In the meantime, you're right. The, uh, apparently, they get to sponsor their relatives. I don't know that I'm able or you're able to sponsor anybody, and I was born here. So I don't get it, and, and not only don't I get it, I don't get why they would have a, a, a rule or, or a, an allowance like that operating because it opens the door to uh, some unlimited number that none of us even knows of people coming and parking. I would agree. I mean, these are it's like chain migration. Dave Sparrow. Uh, I would say that certainly uh, as citizens and as people who are born here, we are obviously allowed to sponsor people. I sponsored my uh, wife to come here from the United States 33 years ago, and uh, that's still working out wonderfully, so that's a good thing. Um, these uh, irregular asylum seekers, I think... I must say we're going to have to face uh, or we're going to be facing a backlog in terms of this hearings and the process. And it would only make sense to get them through the process, have them become landed permanent residents and then work on bringing additional family members over. At the same time, you can understand that many of these people are refugees, they're facing challenges and their family may well just be on the other side of the border in the United States. And we're talking about the same types of issues that uh, Donald Trump was facing where uh, families are separated, perhaps children are in one place, parents are in another, and uh, it would be good to get those uh, problems dealt with as quickly as possible. You're saying on humanitarian grounds, uh, this is a policy we should not uh, try to eliminate. 
I, th- I think that there should be some flexibility, especially when you're talking about immediate family. However, I'm not suggesting that because somebody land uh, comes across the border that they should be then going back to their original country and, say, bringing their grandparents and their aunts and uncles and all. Well, and, we're told that's happening. Like that. as, as a matter of fact, the average is 318 per month in 2018. Uh, last year it was 531 per month. Stephen Holliday, what do you make of this? I mean, this is maybe the reason we've got an overwhelmed system here in Toronto. Well, that's right. We are overwhelmed. We're just struggling to deal with the people that we've got today, let alone the others that are coming. You know, a loophole is maybe a nice way to put it. This is like a leaking gas tank of a car driving down the highway. No matter how many times you fill it till you deal with a leak, you're in trouble. You know, it's these... Well, first of all, I think if we know about it here on the radio, chances are people have known about this for a long time. I mean, there are organizations, there are people that talk to each other about how to work the system to come over here, and I'm sure this is a well-known flaw. What bothers me, though, is that, uh, you know, I don't see any signs that the government's moving to address this. I think this entire issue is a confidence issue for the government, and it's things that people here like this that drive them crazy, and it's something that could cost the Liberals the next election. Good. (laughs) All right. There you go. Let's get more in here. The Greek chorus is weighed in. No, the government of Canada is providing an uh, initial $11 million to uh, offset the projected $65 million in associated costs with the arrival of these refugees. That's the city's cost. The mayor has talked about that. Over two years, that's what we need. Do you think the feds are going to pony up real money? I mean, $11 million, uh, it's just a fraction of what's needed. Uh, now, the province has also suggested about $6.3 million in total costs. And we know there's only one taxpayer. We're on the hook for all of this. So uh, should we not? I don't even know if it matters at this stage, but uh, should the feds be doing more than the token $11 million? Well, thanks for the money. We'll take it. We'll keep it. We'll use it. But it's not addressing the root issue. People are still coming, and they're putting stress on the system. The shelters are full, the social services networks are full, and we have to now help these people uh, make a life in Canada. And that, that is a lot of effort, a lot of money, um, and it takes a lot of capacity out of the system. So my first concern is, is to actually deal with the issue. Uh, you know, can uh, people, the, the, the migrants come to Toronto? Great. We have, we'll take some. Can they go to other cities? Can the feds and the provinces work together to help get people landed in different places in the country so that they can make a life for themselves? Well, they've just uh, had to leave the uh, two residences at Humber and Centennial. Any idea where they've gone? I don't know. Motels and hotels, I'm told, around the GTA, David. Well, I'm going to say that the feds need to pony up. You know, the city of Toronto is a supporter of all the different budgets across the, across this country. We send out uh, a lot of a lot of money to the federal government, and we need to have a solid migration strategy. I said this uh, um, previously, is that it's not going to slow down. There's going to be more and more people coming, and these people are here right now. We've got to find a way to uh, support them. We, we are a country known for our heart and for the way we take care of the weakest in our society. Society, and these people are facing real challenges, and we're going to have to uh, help them to integrate into society, and that's going to cost money. We're going to need all three levels of government well, to pony up. All right, but I think, you know, uh, really what's being missed here, and Peter Sherman, correct me if I'm wrong, but to restore confidence in the government or the way the whole system is uh, working or not working, we should know how fast these claims are being processed, shouldn't we? We should know that, and we should know a lot of other things. And and both of uh, my my colleagues on the panel have talked about a plan. The word has been used, plan. I don't see a plan in all of this. I'm not anti-immigrant or migrant. Uh, I do know that we have plenty of land, and I know we have work. Uh, But we, we... 
also have a government that is supposed to, and I have to assume does know, where that work is and um, knows what its capacity is to process people so that we can integrate them. And and I know that they have the capacity to uh, develop a plan that disperses people by p- providing incentives so that payment is attached to, well, you know, you might like to try living in London because in London we have this. Or you might like to try to go to Winnipeg because in Winnipeg we have that and it matches your profession. I haven't heard anything other then we have them in hotels in Markham and we have them in Mississauga and we're going to work as fast as we can and oh by the way they can bring relatives in um, at the drop of a hat. This is nonsense. It's just not a way to run a country. It's not the way you'd run an an organization. Yeah, it's rather chaotic. Uh, As to a plan, now Doug Ford's government says they have a plan to combat guns and gangs here in Toronto. 25 million over four years. I wanted to come back and speak to that, see uh, how that's playing out here with our panel. Stephen Holliday is a deputy mayor and counselor for Ward 3. Uh, David uh, Sparrow is the national president of ACRA. Peter Sherman, broadcaster, businessman, former MPP. On our panel this afternoon, more topics worthy of discussion in a moment on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The feds must do more, and the city must up for it.